here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hi, I'm Kenny Omega, and you are listening to the New Japan PuroCast. You fools! <laughs> Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, by Mr. Damon McDonald. It is a Sunday afternoon, December 17th at the time that we are recording this, and Damon, what a show we've got today. So... We're going to be talking about this Road to the Tokyo Dome show, which wrapped up earlier this morning from Corican Hall. But first, the fans have spoken, and it is time for the third annual PuroCast Year End Awards. How about it? Love it, right? Third annual. We did this uh, two times previous, third time, according to my math. And uh, it couldn't be a more exciting time. We got the uh, Wrestle Kingdom right around the corner. We've got uh, our little Christmas shows here that we'll talk about. Well, one of them anyway. And, uh, you know, we're doing the schedules. We're, we're talking about the holidays. We're talking about how, uh, listen, we're, we're working overtime for you kids. You know, we, did, we, we bang out a show on a Wednesday last week, right, Colin? That's right. Another- I was going to say, I feel like we just did this. Yeah, we kind of did. Um, and now we got our uh, a, a very special episode here on a very special PureCast. Uh, it's the year-end awards, and it is fun, and it is exciting. And first of all, Colin, I got to men- make mention, what a turnout we had this year. Yeah, had, definitely bigger than the last two years. Yep, and I don't even know what the total number was last year, to be truthful. But I, I know that it is a ton of... Uh, larger, and that just goes to show our growth as a show, and our listenership. And Colin shared some analytics numbers with me, and boy, oh boy, do we have some uh, listeners uh, from all over the world—from uh, the United States, obviously, England, uh, where else? Japan. Yeah, um, one one of our top cities is actually London. That's right, as it should be, the home of the the greatest bands of all time. So, look, Manchester also. Don't, don't want to discredit the North. Our kids up North. Um, it's it's fun. It's here, Colin. Year-end awards. Um, what's your overall thoughts? Uh, did they kind of go as you thought? You have the results in front of you, of course. Um, did they go as you saw them? Or uh, you just voted 
You voted at the last fucking minute, you maniac. <laughs> hey, what I tell you? Colin, come lately. Right? Um, did they go as you kind of saw them, or were there some surprises? For the most part, they went the way I thought they were going to go, especially wrestler of the year. I don't want to give any spoilers away. However, there were some things that did surprise me. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, And we'll touch deeper as we move forward. But uh, there were some surprises and there were things that kind of came down to the wire. And and here's the thing. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy right now. And that guy's telling some of you guys or gals or whomever voted, uh, you wasted your votes. Uh, there were some there were some categories that really went down to the wire. Like a, a couple of votes here or there could have swung the balance of the awards. So um, I mean, you know, like we'll get into it. We'll get Listen, into it. Listen, I, I I don't think that there is such a thing as a wasted vote as long oh, as I, you voted for who you believed in. Uh, all right, all right, fine, but all right, you're right. Who am I? Who am I to tell you who to vote for and who to not vote for? Who am I? But uh, every vote counted in one category, and it's an important category, and and we'll get into it. But uh, every vote counted. But here's the thing: I, I'm thrilled with the turnout. I'm thrilled with the the participation. Um, it seemed like every week I was sending you screenshots of how many people were voting, and uh, let's get right into it. Uh, let's not start at the top first. Let's 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 tease the audience a little bit. Ah, oh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna tickle their ass with a feather. We're gonna tickle their ass with a feather. We're gonna do a little radio tease. Keep you listening. Keep you fast forwarding. Um, but maybe we'll start with some of the I don't want to say the lesser categories, but uh, we're not gonna start at the top. I'm, but I'm gonna let Colin drive the ship. He's going to announce the third place, the second place, and all I'll do is do a little little comment. Not nothing long. And then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of the conversation for that category. I have the whole numbers breakdowns uh, for those geeks that like to like that kind of stuff. I have it for you, so uh, you can uh, get excited about that. All right, so Colin, why don't you start us off with uh, pick a category, and we'll start there. Alrighty, that sounds good, Damon. And one thing that I just wanted to mention before we get into these awards here, the thing that I'm the most proud of, you know, we're in the third year of these awards, but the thing that I'm the most proud of is that these are viewed as like the fan awards, like the fans make their voices heard. And that's what this podcast is. It's the, it's, it's the fans podcast. And I think that both of us have always taken uh, great pride in that. And these awards are really a testament to that. So without further ado, how about we start off with, how about unsung hero? That's a good one. Let's start there. Let's start with the unsungs. All right, Colin, uh, you have the results in front of you. Why don't you give us the third place for unsung this past year? Third place goes to none other than Mr. Yuji Nagata. All right. So Yuji Nagata, uh, the the I guess one of the, in my opinion, he's the best of the dads, right? Agreed. Um, taking third in a, uh, I would say, a pretty deep category, right? That's not bad. Third place. Uh, second place, Colin. Second place goes to Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin, right? I think everyone can agree that Michael uh, right now is probably having uh, not a good year, (laughs) Um, uh, both in and outside the ring. But uh, yes, for unsung hero of the calendar year, maybe not getting his due for his in-ring performance, uh, he did did pretty well in this category, actually. Um, He he cleaned up the second place votes. I figured he would, actually. I I, I figured he would be a strong second place contender. 
Yeah, 325 second-place votes for Michael Elgin. Uh, and then first place. First place goes to Tomohiro Ishii. And I believe that this is his second time winning the uh, Unsung Hero category. I, I think that he won it back in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. I know. We should probably have the past winners on here, right? right. That'd be a good uh, idea. Uh, we're going to wing that. Uh, yes, Ishii is your Unsung Hero of the Year um, in, a, in a bit of a landslide, to be quite frank. Uh, he uh, scooped up the most first-place votes at 558 of those first-place votes. Um, and he didn't do too shabby in second place. Uh, he came in, he got the second amount of second place votes with 188. Uh, but yeah, he blew everybody out of the water. There was probably a good thousand point difference between Ishii and Elgin. Um, Ishii at, uh, 34, 19 and Elgin at 1868, which was second, um, Nagata at one, 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 five. So, um, listen, I, I don't think any, there was any doubt going into this. In my mind, that Ishii was probably the guy that was going to take this. And in my mind, it felt like a good fit. Um, and even historically, Colin, you know, I, I think I made mention to this before. The, the, the biggest title the poor guy's ever won is the Never Belt, right? Yes. And so, you know, as a single, you, you're all, you, you, you know, if you're rating match quality and, and performance and effort that he gives, it's kind of hard to not not give this guy the first place vote. So good on Tomohiro Ishii. He is the PureCast's 2017 Most Unsung Hero Award winner. You know, while we're talking about this Unsung Hero category, I just noticed something that's kind of funny. Um, last year, Yuji Nagata and Michael Elgin were second and third place. Elgin was second, Nagata was third. Ah, all right. So there you go. A little consistency in the awards. Do you want right. to know who the first place winner was? Who was it, Colin? It was Hiroki Goto. As unsung. Yeah, you know what? I do remember that from last year, the year previous awards. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that was a lot to do with people wanting more from him, you know? Um, like, he was in a position where it felt like he was he was on the cusp of, of maybe breaking through or doing something else, and he was having some great matches as well. This year, you just didn't see the output, right, for him to be in that category, in, in that conversation. The output was there previous year. This year, I mean, he wasn't even nominated. Let's put it that way. Um, just the output wasn't there. Now he's, the fucker's going to lose his hair in the dome. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're going to get that, uh, that, that, that mean guy Ishii Goto tag team that we've been clamoring for, right? Bald-headed geeks. We're looking for it. We want the bald-headed geeks. All right, so that's unsung. Very similar to last year, except uh, the first place winner. And I th but I think this year it was a no-brainer, and everybody kind of voted uh, with their heads on that one and did, did a good job there. I'm, I'm in full agreement of this one. Let's go with most improved, shall we? Okay, let's do that. Uh, Colin, um, this one I, <clears throat> I, I like. Um, I, I, it was a two-horse two race, two-dog race, two-dog night, three-dog night. <laughs> <laughs> um. But a definite clear-cut winner. But uh, let's start with uh, a not a surprise necessarily, but it makes me happy when I see this name uh, in third place. Colin, why don't you take it away? Coming in at number three, uh, one of your favorite young lions, Damon Kowato. Yes, he'll be in the mix, I'm sure, when we talk uh, in future podcasts and in future years for Most Improved, 
uh, as well as maybe even unsung hero. And uh, as he moves on in his career, hopefully uh, we'll be talking to him about you know wrestler of the year, or some of the larger awards. He's got I, I, he's my favorite young lion. He's my favorite young lion in years. Um, and we're coming off a crop of Finleys and and uh, Whites and uh, Show and Yos. So that was I felt that was a really great crop. Um, I, again, he reminds me of 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 a Liger of of a Kichi Yamada. Um, back back in the day, that's that's what I see when I see him. Um, do you think do you see him um, in the coming years being a big fixture in the junior heavyweight division? Yeah, give it, give it and, like two and, years maybe. Yeah, and, but that's the that, that's the I and that's why I paused. I was like, oh, I would hate to see him as a junior, as if juniors were a bad thing. But you know there is that glass ceiling when it comes to being a junior, right? There's only so high on the card that you're going to be. There is that. So, Just think of all the awesome matches, though, with the yes. likes of Osprey and Takahashi and Skrull. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy that and, – and I don't want to put too much pressure, and I don't want to put him in a in a in a – spot where you know it's young in his career but man i if he is a junior i really see him being a focal point you know i really see him being consistently in the mix and yeah the the one name that you did mention you know him and him and takahashi would be great oh that would be really fucking great even right now that would be great you know even if they put the found a way to put that on right now i'd be thrilled with hey, it Hey, listen we're going to talk about these young lions in a bit when we talk about the corican show from earlier this morning but just really yeah. quick the thought that i had was god these young lions are so much more advanced than a lot of other um big names in wwe i'll just say it yeah, I, it's just the way that they train and the way that they they're groomed, and they're not doing a lot, right? It doesn't no, feel but, like they're they, you know they're not they're not you know revolutionizing the business, but their fundamentals are so yeah. strong, and um, I think uh, they're they they really excel at selling, in my right. opinion. I agree, and I and I and and. And people don't take this the wrong way because they get tortured in the, in the dojo. They know what pain is. They know how these these holds, if they're legitimately put on, hurt. They know how and their the, legs feel after doing five thousand Hindu squats. <laughs> right, right. There is something about that experience. Uh, and I'm not saying that 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 any other training facility or any other training ground is isn't tough. It absolutely is. I'm sure the the physical demands are are, are great. But I, you know, you know it as well as I do, and I think everyone listening, they're, 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 maybe they focus on other things other than, you know, learning how to be a solid pro wrestler as opposed to an entertainer, right? So, you know, yeah, they know what pain is. They know how to sell because they know how it hurts. Um, and I think that's a huge factor. Um, they keep things simple, and, and you're right, the fundamentals are always there. So, thrilled. Third place, that's a strong showing for Kuwato. I'm, I'm th- thumbs up there. Coming in at second place for the second year in a row is Evil. I think that's good, right? Um, in, in a year where you had lots of people taking next level steps, right? This was this was a year where you know two guys in particular, Evil and and, and the number one, um, took great strides in where they are placement wise on the card. Uh, they get to show their stuff a little bit more, and they get to show the, the, their strengths a little bit more. Uh, you know, he, he had Okada's number throughout 
the entire year. That's a big that's a big step for a guy's growth, right? A pro wrestler's growth to to have uh, a feud where again it seemed like he was getting the uh, upper hand on quite often. He's the geek gatekeeper in Los Ingobernables, uh, which is to me, you know, the hottest faction in the company. That's a great spot to be in. So. Yes, he did have more opportunity to shine, but I think he took the ball and ran with it. So good for Evil. I like that at number two. And, and I really think really quick that um, Evil's year is a great demonstration of how uh, New Japan has this ability to really heat up guys and have them on the back burner, you know, uh, as credible uh, main event talent just in case something happens. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they... they they and here's the other thing too to, to jump on that thought as well is that they do just a great job of doing the the homegrown talent kind of thing. They're not a promotion minus you know maybe some you know independent American pro wrestlers. They're they're not big on swiping up other Japanese promotions talent. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, they could very easily write a check and, and, and bring some people in, and that, that's not really their philosophy. They like to uh, train and make and establish their own stars. So that's a, also another plus in New Japan's cap. So I'm, I'm d- totally down with that. And coming in at number one, the most improved wrestler of the year, again for the second year in a row, Juice Robinson. Right? So, again, that's everything that we talked about with Evil, right? Having the spotlight sh- uh, on him. And, again, that all started – with a, a really solid performance against uh, Cody at the Dome, yep. right? And then he follows that up the next night at Dash, getting the pinfall win in a big spot. And then that continued on. He gets a, a big win over uh, Kenny Omega, right? So, you know, that's how you make a star, right? That's how you that's how you elevate new people. You know, Evil gets a win over who? Okada. Juice gets a win over who? Kenny Omega. That's saying something. That's that's New Japan using their noggin, and again, taking advantage of the opportunity. Um, Juice has had some 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 great opportunities, and I think that he's he's also taken the ball and ran with it. Um, he he did very well. Uh, let me give you some numbers. Why don't I? Sure. Uh, improve. Here we are. Uh, Juice ran away with the first place votes. So uh, the fans spoke in great volumes. Five hundred and sixty-six first place votes. Right. Wow. E- evil to evils right around two hundred. One ninety-eight. Right. So that, I think that speaks volumes that that the people really felt like juice uh, came into his own, which which <clears throat> shocks the fuck out of me as we are right now, because right as of this recording, juice is doing nothing at the dome. I think he's going to be rumbling, if you know what I'm saying. Well, either that or he's going to be six man tagging one right? of the two. Yeah. One of the two at this point. Right. I don't think th- I don't think that the, the show has a room for a singles match. Do, does it? I, I mean, oh, my this God. Point, this this show is so stacked that <laughs> it would literally have to be 10 hours. Right. If they were going to have any more singles matches. Right. So you got to You got to think that he's going to be at, you know, at best six man tagging you know, at worst you know, wrestle rock rumbling. So that's a little bit of a disappointment. That's a little bit of a disappointment considering how he has done in, in the year. So um, total votes, if, if uh, you're into that, Juice 3,404 to Evil's 1516, which is a significant difference, a significant difference between first and second. Uh, third is a little bit tighter. Kawato wound up over 1,000, which was very impressive. 
1,038. So there is your most improved um, for the second year in a row, Juice Robinson. Good job on Juice. Speaking of disappointments, that leads us to our next category, Damon, biggest disappointment of the year. This one was fun to tabulate because, listen, it wasn't like we didn't know who first place was going to be, right? We knew first place was going to be Honma and Shibata's injuries. Uh, You're spoiling it, Damon. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I think everybody knew that, and even us joking around, like, what animal is going to not vote for that? But – Yes. So uh, that that was but it, it was the it's it, pay attention to the third and the second, because I think that speaks volumes. When we talk about the fans and we talk about their wants and their likes for the promotion and where New Japan might be spending money, where maybe necessarily they don't have to. Here's where you might want to listen up, kids. All right. So, Colin, take it away. Third place for most disappointing thing in New Japan. Third place uh, is the heavyweight tag division, and it's interesting to note that last year, the heavyweight tag division came in at number two, so perhaps hopefully <laughs> hopefully this is this is going to be a trend and uh maybe by the end of next year when we do the fourth annual year end awards, the heavyweight tag division won't even be on there that's my prediction now I, I made that last year or last uh, show that uh, this will be the last time we see the tag division on that ballot for disappointment. But again, Colin, we talked about, we talk about, it seems like it feels like every week, but it is a disappointment, right? Aside from, uh, you know, War Machine in that heavyweight tag division, and now a late surge for uh, Sonata and uh, Evil, you know, you, you had a, you had to muddle through KES, and you had to muddle through G.O.D., and you had to muddle through... Those six man, or not those six mans, but those uh, three way dance tags, like consecutive shows, and it was just felt like, and they just don't care. It just feels like it's just another year that they just they're hand waving it again. Um, hopefully, good things are on the horizon, Colin. Right? Hopefully, good things are on the horizon with Sonata and Evil, and all the all the possibilities that could be there. At least, at least it feels a little bit fresher. So, hopefully, next year we won't see them in biggest disappointment. Coming in at number two as biggest disappointment of, disappointment of the year is JR and Josh Barnett's commentary at the G1 Long Beach specials. Did they ever shit the bed there, man? I mean, the feedback that we got and the feedback. I mean, when, when talent on the show is blasting them, right? When the workers on the show are giving them the business, uh, that's saying something. And, and the fans spoke out, too. I mean, I, I was I was a little bit shocked that 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 it it resonated so much with a lot of the people voting. Um, they they obviously didn't do a good job. And I don't know what they get paid. And I don't know the benefit of having here's where's what I'm saying. Access TV. Is that worth it? I mean, the fans are speaking out in volume to say that was a that was a really bad job. Now, listen, there's there's a big difference between. Sitting in a booth, you know, and with notes in front of you, and being able to, and they say they don't do it necessarily, but to be able to go, okay, I fucked up, take two. Oh, they trust me, they do that. It is heavily produced. I I know that. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, it it feels like it. It feels like I can't say one hundred percent for sure. I'm not there, but it, Colin, it does feel like it, right? 
Yeah, and you know what? That's not necessarily a bad thing because, I mean, I've even heard Meltzer talk about how great the commentary is on a lot of these Access TV shows. Um, however, with, 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 with these G1 Long Beach shows, it just it, it came across like JR in particular didn't really take the time to get to know a lot of this talent and um, really didn't care. That's what it came across as. That's what it, that was the perception, correct? That was the the feeling that people got. Now, again, uh, Jr. is is a professional, and Jr. Uh, has been doing this quite a long time. And I and, and I think that the uh, the Wrestle Kingdom twelve commentary um, on January sixth, I, I I think it'll be great. But again, that's in a booth with a show that already happened being heavily produced. Yeah, you put the you put him in a live environment like that. And again, in a lot of those matches, he didn't know that who who was who. He didn't know what was what. He didn't know storylines. He couldn't keep up with the action, the calls. Um, look, I don't know the names of most moves. I, I'll be the first to admit I fucked them up more the than three-handled, <laughs> moss-covered family <laughs> gridunzel. All right. But I hope Jericho whips that out at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's his job. You know, uh, uh, that's 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 what he's paid to do there. Um, and again, he's more of an access to and listen, JR has had a bad year. JR's had a bad year. And uh, from from a personal standpoint, right? So uh, yeah. I'm I'm sure that um I I don't want to lay the boots on a on a on a guy that that went through the struggles that he went through in the calendar year. But again, if we're if we're if we're being honest, if we're, if we're being honest, he did he did a shit job on those shows. And the and uh, that's not Damon saying it. That's the fans saying it, who, who voted in mass as second place. Uh, let me give you some numbers here, if we could. Uh, 1,300 votes, 1,365 votes, 105. 105 people thought that the job that Jr. and Barnett did at G1 was the bigger disappointment than Homeland and Shabbat. Right? Wow. So, so what does that tell you? I got 105 people. It hurt them. It resonated with them so much that they said, nope, that's fucking first. Well, maybe right? they're just looking at the category a little differently. Maybe. Maybe. 105 people. 105 first place votes. Okay. Uh, the tag division getting 83 first place votes. Um, it, so where it was second place is really kind of where it, it was tight. Right, so Homna and Shibata, um, five hundred and seven. Sorry to spoil it, Colin. Uh, five hundred and fifty. Excuse me, five hundred and seventy-six. So two thousand two hundred, two thousand eight hundred and eighty total vote, uh, points for first place Shibata and Homna's injury. Right, Jim Ross one hundred five for a total of five hundred twenty-five, and Tag was eighty-three first place votes. Second place got a little tighter. There's only one point, two twenty-five to two twenty-six. Uh, where Ross and Barnett got the edge. So that was tight, the second-place votes. Uh, the third-place votes, um, actually, uh, the third-place votes, the tag division got it uh, over Ross and Barnett. So um, it's really the fir- it's really those first-place votes. And to me, if somebody's voting for something in a first place, they're very passionate in that feeling, Right. right. You know what I mean? Um, you know, when you get into third third place, you're, you're maybe not as passionate, but you, know, you have you, to pick something. Got to yeah. Sometimes, right? Some first place, one hundred five. It got the second most votes. You know, obviously, uh, right below, not right below, but below Homa and uh, Shibata. So, it's got to tell you something, right? Got to tell you something. 
You know, my biggest disappointment of the year was that uh, Josh Barnett didn't lock Damon in a shoot hole at those uh, <laughs> Long Beach shows. I was kind of hoping that would happen, but you know, it's perfect timing. I was probably a little bit out of my mind uh, uh-huh. you know, with, with those rainmakers. Uh, yeah, it could have been a perfect opportunity for Josh to just snap my neck um, and and end it for me. <laughs> uh, but no, that did not happen. I'm sorry, sorry to disappoint you, Colin. Very disappointed, but uh, maybe next time. All right. So uh, moving on, let's go to Tag Team of the Year. Well, this was another tight one, Colin. Uh, why don't you uh, do the numbers first, uh, or the results for the third, and uh, we'll go from there. So in third place for Tag Team of the Year, Colin. In third place for Tag Team of the Year, a team that I actually wasn't a big advocate of including, but hey, people voted for them, and the, coming in in third place, Evil Sonata and Bushi. Right, and I like I said, I think that they deserve to be in there. I'm kind of glad that, the, that our listeners agreed with me on that one. Uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back there. <laughs> I know you love to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, listen, just uh, – Not for nothing. Like, not, not for nothing. Uh, point that out. So, uh, yes, uh, the uh, the only six-man tag team representative, but uh, the longest reigning never champions. And uh, they uh, – well, we, we won't spoil anything, Colin. Uh, we'll keep that in the bag. But, uh, yes, third place for Evil Sonata Bushi with – uh, 108 first place votes. So good for them uh, in tag team of the year. Coming in at number two, a team that I actually uh, voted for as my tag team of the year is War Machine. Yep. So War Machine, who I think uh, was the was the lone bright spot when it came to the heavyweight the tag heavyweight division. division. Yep, absolutely. Uh, this was very close. So the uh, War Machine, 306 first place votes. 261 second place votes and 129 third place votes gave him a total of 200 or excuse me 2442 total votes uh i me they were they were my winner too i voted them first um i i felt like they deserved it man um i don't want to say they got ripped off but geez they got ripped off i think they should have taken this away but colin uh for uh, a tag team that certainly gets a lot of press, uh, certainly gets a lot of buzz, um, always has a great year. Uh, we have a we have a, a, a th- is it three time three time uh, tag team of the year if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not sure what they did in 2015, but I know that they won <laughs> last year. They were tag team of the year last year, and coming in at number one again this year is the Young Bucks. Young Bucks. All right, so. Listen, I know there's a lot of Bullet Club fans listening. I know there's a lot of us. I went to that Ring of Honor show last night, Colin, TV taping. I kid you not. I, could, I, I felt like everybody had either a Bullet Club or a Bullet Club variation T-shirt, whether it be a uh, Skrull or a Cody or uh, Hangman Page. Uh, well, not many of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, or Kenny Omega or an Elite. You know, they, listen, they it was amazing. And like, I'm not, I don't even think I'm exaggerating. They were just. Everybody had one. Of course, I had a Bruiser Brody t-shirt on because I'm fucking great. I would have worn a Ujiro <laughs> t-shirt to mix it up yeah. a little bit, you know? I would, yeah, a Fale. I wonder if right. we could, yeah, you know, put a fucking Fale. Sh- Here's the problem. Again, uh, here comes Music Damon. Give, give me the bumper here music. Here we go. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's Music Damon time. Um, I guarantee you, you say, okay. To, to I'll say, I'm going to say the majority. I'm going to stick my neck out and say the majority. Ask them, all right. Take off Omega. Take off the Bucks. Take off Cody. Name me another Bullet Club member. And they'd be, they they would struggle. Oh, you mean like if if you ask the uh, the casual 
average fan that? If I went in that arena, if I went in that arena, I just lined them up, Bullet Club t-shirt wear. Yeah, like who's your favorite Bullet Club member outside of the Bucks and Omega? Yeah, outside of the Elite. Right. Uh, outside, And I'll, I'll even throw in a Cody in there, too. I'll throw a Cody in there, too. Take I would have said AJ breath. Styles. <laughs> not former, current. Finn Listen, Balor. Not- <laughs> Carl Anderson, <laughs> Doc Gallows. <laughs> right, but you get my point, right? So, uh, you know, again, I don't want to be a little gatekeepery, but uh, just saying, right? Just saying. I'm not saying they're not good fans either, because they're really good fans. I had a great time. Oh, great absolutely. Time that show. We have fun. Um, they're fun. They're, they're they they like their pro wrestling. Uh, they know how to have a good time. And my take on um, the Young Bucks winning Tag Team of the Year for the second year in a row. Um, I. I think that you could make the case for 2016 last year that they actually were the tag team of the year. But this year, I'm sorry, but I think that this was based entirely on their popularity. I mean, that's what got them the first place this year. And that's not to say that they didn't have some very, very good matches uh, in 2017. I mean, their their matches with Herpongi Vice, their match with, um, oh, what was it? It was uh, Teton and... Um, was oh. it Dragon Lee? Yeah, was it yeah, was was it Dragon Lee and Teton? Anyway, that was from like a month ago, but I thought that was a very good match, but uh, the team that really um brought in a uh, a breath of fresh air to the heavyweight tag division was War Machine and I think overall they made the bigger impact in the tag team division as a whole and that's I'm why I voted for them in my first place, but hey, uh money talks, right? Yeah, listen, t-shirts, t-shirts talk. And again, I just, uh, let's make be very clear here. Um, we we were talking about in a New Japan ring. I, I didn't want to consider, you know, things that they may have done outside here. And and uh, to be honest here, they had the best match on the show last night for these Ring of Honor TV tapings. It was them, best friends, and uh, Teton and Dragon Lee. I thought Sounds that was like the a best great match. three-way. It was great. Um, and again, I'm not discrediting the fact what they do outside of the New Japan ring, but I'm just saying in the New Japan ring uh, this year, mm, I, I probably I, well, I didn't. I, I voted for them second, second place. I think this was more machine had a bigger splash. Pardon the pun um, on on the division. I just really I really felt that way. But hey, look, that's the fans voting. No no problems there. The Bucks back to back. How about show of the year? Let's go to that one. Tanaka, I voted. Show Tanaka, get it? Ah, uh, <laughs> look at you, two in a row with big splash Tanaka. Yeah. You're on, yeah. you're on fire, Damon. Yeah, I'm just a comedy genius right now. Fucking <laughs> um, yes. Okay, let's go with uh, what are we doing? Show um, of the year. Show of the year. All right. Uh, I have my numbers here, Colin. Colin, you have yours. Uh, why don't we give us the third place for show of the year? Coming in at number three is the G1 Climax 27 final. Okay, so uh, I I believe I voted that for third place as well. Um, and again, given the the two other options, um, I'm I'm in kind of in agreement where that fell. Um, this is Naito taking the G1 final against Kenny Omega, which was an outstanding match. All right, uh, second place, Colin. Second place is the show that I voted for as my show of the year. I thought it was a a very special show with uh, what many consider to be the greatest match of all time. I'm talking about Dominion in Osaka Joe Hall coming in at number two. Yeah, top to bottom, that show was very hard to beat. One of the best shows 
you know, I, I, I dare I say uh, that New Japan has put on in recent memory. Um, it's my yeah, favorite that, uh, show that they do every year consistently. It seems to be Dominion. You know what? I was saying that uh, to, to, I think it was to Eric. Um, the that you know, if we didn't do Wrestle Kingdom, that that would probably be the one that we would want to go to. Right? G one is great. Always great wrestling. It's just so fucking hot there. It's just so brutal. I can't stand. It. I couldn't do it again. Um, that might be the one. That might be the one that we would do. Um, very, very good. Uh, that of course had the uh, hour draw this year, which was outstanding. So uh, that did very well in the voting. Two hundred and twenty-six first place votes. Uh, a total point score of two thousand one hundred and forty-one. But that got them second, uh, first place, Colin. And coming in at number one, the show of the year, of course, Fantastica Mania 2017. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Coming in at number one, the show of the year, Wrestle Kingdom 11. There it is. Uh, 528 first place votes. Um, and it did very well for second place votes. So if you weren't voting for that number one, it was definitely getting one or two. Uh, 3,379 total votes for Wrestle Kingdom. I was there. It was quite the experience. Um, it was amazing. It was one of the best times we've ever had. Uh, as a pro wrestling fan, saw the greatest match I've ever saw live um, in Kenny Omega versus um, Okada. You saw Tanahashi Naito in a great match. Uh, the second half, after intermission, like the, the intermission, before intermission, things were fun and things were, uh, they kept it casual, we'll, we'll say. Had a little casual fun. Uh, then, it, it, you know, those last four matches, away we went. We saw some really great stuff. Shibata and uh, Goto. Um, was it Shibata Goto? No, yeah. What was it? At this year's Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was Shibata and Goto Shibata. for the Never title. Right. right, right. That was that was the first one. Uh, Kushida, Takahashi, again. So yeah, the four, ma- like, like, like four a match of the year contenders right in a row is what you're trying to say. Exactly. Uh, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. But it was great. Um, so great that we're going to do it again in just a few short days, uh, right around the corner, Wrestle Kingdom. And, you know, I told you, Colin, um, with Wrestle Kingdom, and, and I think Wrestle Kingdom has won every year, right, so far. I, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty it has. It has. Yeah. So um, it's, a, it's the biggest show of the year. Everybody gets juiced up. Everybody get, gets pumped up for it. Um, I'm pumped up for this year's. And again, we're going to have a preview show uh, next week, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, it'll be next weekend. That'll be our right before Christmas show. Ah, a little holiday treat for everyone. Um, sit around the old Yule log and listen to the pure. <laughs> I'm going to have hot chocolate chip cookies and a, and, a, and, a, and a tall glass of cold milk as as I'm doing the show. That'd be great. We'll be festive. I'll probably have some bourbon and um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you should. Else. I'm not even huh? joking. We should we, we we should make this a uh, a drinking show. Oh, do we really want to do that? Hey, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing with so- sober Damon. Uh oh. With sober Damon, you get at least a second or two of me pausing for a moment to be like, mm, "Should I say that?" <laughs> <laughs> with with oh, no. drunk Damon, you don't get that. You either. So here's going to be the problem. Either we release that thing, right? We just throw it out there and take our fucking punches, or. You're going to be editing till the wee hours of the morning. All right, scrap that. <laughs> scrap that idea. Right. Exactly. That, I, mean, I can't imagine the work that's going to, that you're going to have to put into that. So uh, it may not be one. Now, listen, I've had a drink or two while I've uh, done the show in the past, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But if we really want to do a balls out, let's get crazy, out of our mind it's a great drunk Prince show. song. 
yes. We'll do we'll do Prince karaoke on the show. Um, if we want to do that, then we gotta you know we've got to we do another call. like you know in in the history of this show you know we're like what 112 episodes in now we've yeah. literally only done one and it wasn't even really a show where we were in the same room together and yeah, that was yeah. the Kevin Kelly interview. That's right. Yeah, we we haven't. We have the equipment to do. The problem is, is that you live in fucking East Bumblefuck. Yeah, well, hey, I'll, 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 I'll be living a lot farther away pretty soon, pal. I know, I know, I know. Get ready, West Coast. Um, well, yeah, we, 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 we've we only ever done a show. And again, I don't even think it was a show. It was more of an interview. It was that hard-hitting interview series, Colin, that we have. <laughs> yes, with the, <laughs> with one. the, the, the one interview. <laughs> We stink. We have so many opportunities. Did I? I told you the one time we were at. Uh, I was at Long Beach, and you know, I was talking to Kevin Kelly. And Kevin Kelly's like, "Hey, listen, you know, listen, we can do like a G1 preview show." And, uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds really cool. That sounds like a great idea." And it just never happens. We do. We have so many great ideas that just never happen because we're stink. Well, listen, 2018. Right. It's going to be a big year. Big year for the pure cast when it comes to the interviews, right? Okay. Uh, all right. right. So, Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, my point is, so I was, uh, I was at the uh, bar the other night. Shockingly. No. Yeah, um, had a good time. No, no, nothing bad. Everything. I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm not gonna. Well behaved. Oh, controllable. Oh, controllable. Controllable. Okay. We're, it's 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 a uh, a controlled frenzy. Yeah, I don't have to text my friends afterward and be like, I'm sorry about that, dude. They're like, I haven't done that in a long time. I haven't done that in a long time, so I feel good about that. Um, but my point being is that I I had the TVs on, and I probably saw four or five different times when I looked up and they, there was an ad for Wrestle Kingdom. Jericho and Omega and Tanahashi and Jay. You see, they had a nice promo video, a nice commercial. Um, saw at least four times. Uh, every time I giggled like a, like a schoolgirl. Um, you know, it's funny. I was on the Access TV Fights Facebook page last night and they, uh, they posted a video. It was probably the same advertisement that you saw. And one of the comments from some guy was stop showing this trailer park entertainment and show more MMA. Ugh, get up the street because guess what? Even even the guy who owns the station is saying uh, it draw outdraws the numbers are better than MMA. Yep. So numbers uh, speak. Yeah, up they the street lie. with that one. That isn't an amazing. Like why? Like I don't know. Like the, my still to this day you get people. Well, you know, you're going to Japan to do what? It's like, you know, it's what I, well, why do you watch that fake? It's, it's like, do you go to the movies at all? That's, yeah, that's like saying, you know like, I mean? uh, like why, why, why do you watch Game of Thrones? You know, the <laughs> dragon's not real, right? <laughs> right. It's like, it's fuck like, you. Right. Oh, I, really? Excuse me. That's your argument? Yeah. Get up the street. All right. So that's show of the year. Wrestle Kingdom, of course. Um, and uh, this one, I'm sure we'll get a lot of votes come next year's polls. All right. Uh, Colin, where do you want to go next? How about junior of the year? That's an interesting category. It is an ex- interesting category. Um, you know, I uh, I have my thoughts and uh, and my votes, and I think uh, a lot of people voted in the same kind of mindset. So, uh, Colin, why don't you take that uh, third place for Junior of the Year in 2017? All right, coming in at number three, a uh, a junior who I, I thought was actually gonna do a little better for some reason. Um, number three. Young Will Osprey. Ah, we spelled his name wrong on the thing. Well, right? you did. <laughs> I did. I know he did. I couldn't I, believe I that when I went to vote yeah. and I saw in every single category <laughs> O S P R E Y 
I, I my my obsessive compulsiveness was 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 just off the charts. Yeah, I think what happened was I copied and pasted it, and it just auto corrected it. Probably I don't know. Oh, I went. Oh, listen, terrible job I made. Really embarrassing. Well, I embarrassed Colin. Pe- people knew who it was. Yeah, yeah, of course. And they knew it was me. Uh, and they knew it was Osprey, who came in third, who uh, collected 111 first place votes. Uh, he did clean up on the third place votes, uh, which is a telling in how this voting went. Um, grand total of uh, 1,600, 1,607 votes for Will Osprey, which got him third. I think it's fitting, considering the two people that are above him. Yes, and uh, coming in at number two, Kushida. And I'll correct me if I'm wrong, Colin. Uh, did you vote for Kushida number one? You know what? I think I voted for Takahashi number one. Okay, good. You came to your senses. <laughs> but but uh, last year, Kushida was the junior of the year in the 2016 was, awards. I think that was well-deserved. Well-deserved at that point. And I think number two is well-deserved here because um, for all the reasons that we've talked about before, his slow start um, really, you know, dare I say it was – kind of not only uneventful but it felt like wow we're, we're really going to turn the corner on another person and and he's going to take the uh he's going to take the falls for that uh his second half definitely improved best of the super junior uh match quality is always there so there, that's never in doubt but uh kushida getting uh 187 187 first place votes so a lot of people were in line with the first place finish for kushida uh, but he did rake it up when it came to second-place votes. 348 second-place votes. He got the most second-place votes. Um, 2,160 total votes. Um, he had a great year. Uh, definitely deserving of second place. He got my second-place vote as well. But first, went to somebody who I felt like was a breath of fresh air. Was exciting all year. Hey, listen, he had his uh, his issues. And Colin is the first to, to uh, point them out. Feline I- issues. Feline issues, yes, uh, but uh, I think overall, and the fans agreed that this uh, number one vote, first time winner, uh, he made a great splash this year. Coming in at number one, the junior of the year, he came in like a wrecking ball or a time bomb. Of oh. course, I'm talking about Hiromu Takahashi. Yep, he blew away those first place votes. Five hundred and nine first place votes uh, for a grand total of uh, two thousand five hundred and forty-five points. Uh, it for just for first place. So again, if first place votes 935 points for Kushida, 187 votes, 509 uh, votes for for Taka, 2,500. So it's, that that speaks volumes to me. That that really is um, a definitive win for Hiromu Takahashi. All right. So here's the deal, Damon. We have four categories left. Now, how yes. about this? Go ahead. How about we reveal the listeners' favorite and least favorite wrestlers, and then we save the biggest two categories for last, which are Match of the Year and Wrestler of the Year. That sounds uh, – Colin, you are a radio pro. You are a – you really know how to uh, set a format of show. Well, Damon, so listen, there's a there's a reason I was uh, answering phones for Howard Stern uh, <laughs> during that semester. Doug Fowler driving into a wall right now. He did it again. <laughs> Stern reference. <laughs> Listen, you uh, you rub shoulders with some of the most famous people in the world um, and uh, broadcasting history. So, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yes, let's do uh, – want to do uh, least favorite and end on a high note? Yeah, yeah. how about that? How about we do least favorite? Um, 
And I don't know how we're going to do this. Should, should I just say the least favorite wrestler? Like, do you have numbers yeah. for this? I have numbers, but there's the problem is is that it was all over the place, right? So um, the way that the, the 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 ballot worked is it was a write-in, so people would write in just a last name or a first name or whatever. So I had to tally up all these different variations of a person's name, which was a little bit of a pain in the ass, but uh, it gave us a good idea of who was it. Now, why don't you just give us – there's not going to be a second place or a third place. This is the least favorite. So people at New Japan – we know you're listening. We get the analytics. Uh Here's who, here's who the people don't like. This is this is number one, and, a, and it's a first-time winner. First-time winner, Colin. That is correct. The listener's least favorite wrestler is none other than Takashi Izuka. Yes. The Iron Claw. He's, he, is, he is literally, his entire repertoire, Colin, is brought in the crowd and biting. And so he does it pretty much. That's Remember when he bit Taguchi's ass in that one match? I certainly do. I was I got turned on a little bit. <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, he's just the dirt worst. And uh, I, I hear that I, he's really hurting right now too. He looks it. I, I here's the point though. What, okay, if he's hurting, he doesn't need to be here. Keep him home. Have him, uh, you know, work very sparingly or sparingly. Just. No, uh, he's Didn't not. you see him on an indie show back in the day against Owen Hart? Against Owen Hart, and you would not recognize the guy, right? It, if you, it, it's probably online somewhere. Somebody's. It was a Joel Goodhart show, um, a precursor to uh, Eastern Championship Wrestling and ECW. Uh, yeah, he, he, you would not recognize. It's not even the same person. I have a, I have a um, one of the Dome shows. I have the program. And they have in the you know young lions, and it's like Yuji Nagata and uh, Nakanishi, and he he's in there too. Wow, he doesn't doesn't even look like the same guy. Um, they wrestle like the same guy, and I'm sure injuries and age and weight and all that nonsense kind of plays a factor. But well, listen, they, they spoke, and it, this was close. This it wasn't like this, this was a blowaway. Listen, you, you know who who was in the mix there? Yano in the mix, uh, Tai Chi it, definitely in the mix. Uh, Yoshi, I voted for Yano. Did you vote for Yano? Yeah, you you fucking that that is, that, he is your Achilles heel. Uh, Yoshihashi got plenty of votes. Poor but Yoshihashi. Ah, uh, Yoshihashi to me is harmless. He I, he's not my least favorite. Right. I, I'll watch I'll watch seven hundred Yoshihashi matches before I got to sit through five, uh, Zuka matches. Um, the problem with this category and even even the most popular category is that everybody has an opinion. And everybody's got their vote, or who who their favorite is. So even in this category, you know, least popular, yeah, somebody like Ishii got votes. Somebody like Tanahashi got votes. Somebody like Abushi uh, got votes. Um, everybody in the, let's put it this way, everybody in the roster got at least a vote. You think right? some of those were uh, trolls? Well, I mean, I think the trolls were more Roman Reigns, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I agree. Yeah, you know, there's a uh, yeah, there's a couple of uh, uh, the Miz, right, right, right. So those were people that were just you know trying to have a laugh, and they were it was it was funny, you know, reading them off were were pretty good. Uh, some of them were were better than others. Damon McDonald. So, Damon McDonald got a vote. Let's put it that way. He's so, my least not? favorite. Well, listen, I've never entered a New Japan ring, so I don't know why anyone would vote for me for that. But uh, maybe least favorite wrestling personality. Least huh? favorite person. Oh, that's what I meant. To, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
Well, listen, I'm sure there's plenty of people that would fucking post that. Are you kidding me? You, I, should have a, I should have the trophy. I'd be like the Crockett Cup. I'd be the, the Crockett Cup of ruined relationships. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's that. So a lot of people had their voice, so it did get split up a bit. But uh, Do you remember yep. who won last year? Take a guess. Um, was it Yoshihashi? No, that was that that, that might have been the year before, but I think la- it was, yeah. last year was Bone Soldier. Ah, how could I forget about Boner? I you, you miss Boner? No, <laughs> can't can't say that I do. No, no, that was wow. Was that the shittiest fucking gimmick in the past five years? I'd I'd have New to say pick. so. That's got to be up there. I just Bone remember soldier. the highlight of, of of Bone Soldier's entire run in New Japan was when he teamed up with Kenny Omega that one time, and Omega called him Boner right in the ring. <laughs> those those that shitty mask, that the, wearing the t-shirts, the fucking what was it? The like fucking not camos. Um, well, he wore uh, a Bullet Club t-shirt. Pants. Yeah, Bullet Club t-shirt, cargo pants. Yep, camouflage cargo pants, and oh. that ridiculous mask it really was the dirt worst oh it was it was oh, just the worst well I, let me ask you this captain new japan or bone soldier uh captain new japan yeah because at least captain new japan was so goofy that there was some humor in it right. it's just so it was just so absolutely ridiculous that you, you you couldn't help but chuckle this bone soldier was just like, it, like you had to t- take him seriously really and what was his finish was it like a choke or something like that like, it's just so, oh, the worst. Fuck. Right, let me ask you this. Azuka? Bone Soldier? Uh, hmm, that's a tough one because they're almost evenly matched in terms of uh, l- lack of wrestling ability, uh, nonsense. That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bone Soldier. Yeah, because at least. At least Azuka has like a history, uh, right? And and he is a crazy guy, you know what I mean? Like at least, listen, he goes through the crowd. I'm fucking running. I don't give a shit. I, I don't. I'm out of the way, right? I, I, that, at least there is some believability that there is this deranged Japanese gentleman, right? Who's a little off his uh, rocker, who has to be like, on a leash. That has to be on a leash, right? Maybe there is some believability to that, as opposed to Bone Soldier. Um, so. All right, take that for what it's worth. All right, so there you go. That's that. And then, uh, Colin, we have the most popular wrestler. This is the favorite wrestler as voted on by the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, listeners. Uh, I don't think it's much of a surprise, but, Colin, uh, the big reveal is. That is right. The listener's favorite wrestler for the second year of a row is none other than young Kenneth Omega. Kenny Omega, who was a superstar I was going to say in the making. He's he's already a superstar. Superstar the world over. Yes, he is. And uh, again, debatable if this is a double main event or a main event or whatever you want to call it. He's at the top of the card at the dome. He's bringing people flying. uh, Not necessarily bringing them. I wish he would pay for my overseas trip. But uh, he is uh, making people come. And he's going to make people tune in here in the United States. And uh, dare I say, uh, he is... Would you say he's the hottest guy in the business right now? Yeah, I say so. Yeah, if you're talking about on a on a global scale, yeah, for sure, Kenny Omega. Man, maybe not even the most popular, but maybe the hottest, like the hottest guy right now. 
Yeah, the, the, the guy who has uh, <laughs> the guy who has the most buzz surrounding him. That's what we want to the buzz. Yeah, uh, again, t-shirts, t-shirts are an indication. Uh, he's he's doing very well for himself because there are plenty of people wearing those Bullet Club t-shirts. And dare I say, Colin Miller, I own a Kenny Omega eight bit t-shirt. So, uh, what does that tell you? That's how that's how popular he is. He did not get my vote. I voted for uh, Okada, but uh, he is right up there. I would say in uh, the top three of my New Japan favorites. Guess who I voted for? You know what? That's a good question. Let me, that is, that is a tough one, actually. Let me think. Like who 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 would my favorite wrestler in New Japan be? Ishi. <laughs> right out of the gate, you got it. Got you it. Got it. Nice. Tomohiro Ishii. He got plenty of votes. Plenty of votes. Him. Uh, you know, it was, it was a race between him, Naito, Okada, Omega. Those those were the people that, you know, we, they were quickly – everybody else was quickly eliminated. And, again, everybody else has their favorites. Listen, the people that got worst or, or least favorite, they got they got favorite votes. You know, there were people that voted the Tai Chi's, you know, whatever. Whoever floats your boat. There were people that voted Yoshihashi's favorite. There were people that voted uh, Taguchi favorite. Uh, Michael Elgin got votes. Um I mean, you know, it runs. It's a it's a mixed bag, and that's what makes it so so special. This, this, these awards, but the the standouts: Omega, Okada, Naito, um, with Omega uh, taking this one as the favorite pro wrestler for our New Japan listeners. Yep, second right. year in a row, and that brings us to our final two categories, arguably the uh, two biggest categories. And let's start off with match of the year. This was tight. Um, and again, all these you can find on that document, that Google Doc, um, that you can you know, see for yourself and you see the nice colored bars. And again, we got to give a shout out to our boy, Sean, who uh, made this doc. Again, people might be giggling, be like, it's a Google Doc, guys. I, I get it. We could. We're not that it. smart, though. We really aren't. So, really... you know. So we yeah. really appreciate the uh, the the assistance from uh, Mr. Sean Sindelman, who is this is actually the third year in a row that he's been helping uh, us out with these year end awards. So uh, long time listener, we really do appreciate it. Uh, he 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 deserves a uh, he deserves a cookie for his efforts. He absolutely does. Uh, we'll we'll name a booth uh, in his name at the restaurant at the New Japan uh, shop or the uh, yeah the New Japan Purecast restaurant. We're opening up in Times Square. Um, That'd be awesome. Oh, we. We open for 15 minutes. We just have a picnic table out there. <laughs> We'd lose so much money, Damon. Oh, listen, we do already. Not for nothing. Um, match of the year, Colin. Uh, this was a tight one. This was a uh, right up against it between two matches. Uh, you're going to hear very familiar and very similar names when it comes to those top two. But let's start start with uh, one that was a little bit outside of the mix. Uh, one that got my third place vote as well. Uh, well deserved. I rewatched this match just recently, and man, it fucking holds up. What a match! Uh, a, a defining match for one, and and uh, a great match for another. Uh, just a, 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 in his arsenal of great matches. So uh, in third place, Colin, what do we got? Coming in at number three is Okada versus Shibata from Sakura Genesis. Right. I mean, uh, if if we're gonna look at one Shibata match in, in his entire career, if, if in fact there is no more. Boy, that's 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 going to be a, a career-defining match. Would you, he, we, I was just going to say, would you say that is his career-defining match, Shibata's? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, and he's had many great matches. Uh, there was an Ishii-Shibata uh, match from one of the G1s. I want to say 2012. No, it was 2013. 
13. Yeah, that was just, they just started like the bell rang and they just ran at each other full force and just started killing each other. Um, that's up there. Um, but again, if that, that's going to be the case where where that's that's going to be his last match, I would think that there are going to be a, a lot of people who will put that at the top. And for it to get third in, in a year, Colin, where arguably it was the greatest year match quality wise in New Japan Pro Wrestling's history, which is saying something just that statement alone to be the third best. Hey, that's that's an accomplishment. Um however big or small you want to take it. That's a great job by both of those guys. And um, Okada, you know, having his name in, in, in a third place vote, uh, third place match. I think it goes without saying uh, what a great year. So there you go. Uh, how many votes, how many first place votes? Uh, funny. You should ask that would be 104, 104 first place votes. So 104 times somebody said this was their favorite match of the year. And I can't blame them. It was a really great one. And just really quick, while we're on the uh, subject of this match and the subject of Shibata, uh, I was on Twitter the other day, and um, I saw that uh, Voices of Wrestling, Damon, you might know them. Uh, I do. We're, we're, we're a part of their great podcasting network. Um, they kind of uh, retweeted a uh, an old tweet from the uh, beginning of the year that was sort of bittersweet, and the gist of it was they were talking about how how exciting the G1 was going to be this year because there was so many potential winners, and of course Shibata was included in that list of uh, <laughs> potential winners. So we're going to miss that, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to miss that in the summer where everybody's like, "This is Shibata's year." Well, listen, we we, we have a Bushi now to fill that slot. So that's a good point. That's a good point. Very good point. Uh, he's he, he, he's my he's my new Shibata. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's third. Uh, second place, Colin. Uh, again, here's where we're going to hear some familiar names. Uh, second place, uh, the, the, the battle between second and first place was pretty amazing watching it kind of unfold and, and tallying up the votes. Um, uh, it could have gone either way and I'm not going to argue for either one, you know, or I'm not going to discredit either one. If you voted one way or the other, both of these matches are two of my favorite matches of all time. So number two, Colin, number two coming in second place is Omega versus Okada from Dominion. In Dominion. a match that uh, many people consider to be the the greatest match that they've ever seen, their favorite match of all time, that that came in at second place. It was my favorite. It's 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 up. It's if not my favorite match of all time, it's uh, it's got to be top three. And I'll tell you what, man, for an hour draw, for an hour, it's never boring. It's never dull. It's it's the greatest hour uh, match I've ever seen. I, could, I think I could say that uh, more so than uh, e e even some of the flare steamboat matches. Yep. 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 I think, it, I think Okada Omega blows away steamboat and flare. Wow. But to be truthful, I think, think it blows about that. Away. Yeah. And then, you know, and they were the, they were the, uh, the torchbearer. The, you know, they were always the number one spot. Everybody kind of harkened back to those as being some of the best. And now nah, I, I got to go here and, and, and I don't, and personally, I don't even, I can't say it's not close, but it's it's further than people may want to believe. You know, the, the people like to romanticize how great things were in the in in the day, and I lived it. It's not as good as this. You know, what Sorry. match I do that with. What's that? Uh, Brett versus Sean. 
Yeah, the Iron Man match. Like growing up, that that was my favorite match. I thought that that was the, just the greatest match that I have ever seen. And like, I think it was like about a year or so ago, I went back and rewatched it for nostalgia purposes. I'll tell you what, it doesn't really hold up as uh, well as I thought it would. Yeah, compare that to Omega and uh, Okada. Oh, it's it's right. You, you can't. You right. can't. And I understand it's a different time and a, and, a, and a different place and a different company and, and even Steamboat and Flair. You know, it's a different yep. style and a different – I get it. I just – the athleticism, the fact that the pace that they went at for, for 60 minutes, it's it's really something to behold. And again, two guys that are absolutely at their peak uh, in Omega and uh, – okay. I mean, here's the thing. I don't even know if they're at their peak. I really think there's still stuff to achieve and 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 – I think you could uh, say you, you you could make the case that Omega is at his physical peak, but I'm not sure Okada is yet. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. He's a little bit younger uh, than Omega, so. Hey, listen, Omega can come back from a knee surgery in two weeks. Uh, I'd say he's he's pretty much at the top physically, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dominion coming in number two with um, three hundred and seven. Oh, excuse me, uh, three hundred and thirteen first place votes. So that's saying something. So the second place finish actually had more first place votes 313 pretty interesting um where they lost it is second place that's that's where it fell apart um that's where it fell apart from winning the uh winning the title but the match of the year colin uh same names different place why don't you give the number one match of the year this is the match of the year in a year that again new japan absolutely dominated when it came to match quality uh, this is voted on by you, the listeners, match of the year. That is right. The number one match of the year. Your favorite match is, once again, Kenny Omega versus Kazushika Okada from Wrestle Kingdom 11, January 4th, 2017. And uh, for what it's worth, that is what I picked as my match of the year because even though you could make the argument that um, their second match at Dominion was the better match, this was the match that really, you know, kicked off what was what many consider to be, you know, just the most spectacular year in uh, New Japan history as far as match quality goes. And it's a match that really sort of redefined what um, people thought was capable in the confines of a pro wrestling ring. So that's why I personally picked it as match of the year. I'll never forget the the uh, the feeling that I had while I was watching this match at home on TV. And I can only imagine how it was for you, Damon, being there in the Dome. Yeah, it was it was an amazing, magical experience. You know, you got a couple 40-year-old guys holding each other <laughs> as things are going down because uh, it's just the excitement is there and everybody around us, uh, the energy. It was, like, it was like being at the best rock concert you've ever been to or, the you know, it's just... It, just the whole atmosphere of the dome and the noise and uh, the action and uh, yeah, it was like I said before and I said earlier the uh, greatest live match I've ever been to. Um, it, it topped off a great day, so maybe it has a little bit more magic than than someone who may have watched it at home, but you know it had enough magic to make the number one spot. So um, on the biggest, grandest stage for New Japan. Um, Kenny Omega and, uh, and Okada just, they blew the roof off the place and everybody left that building just in awe. And I'm, one of the greatest things I'll never forget is the next day at dash and, uh, our good friend, Kyle, who, uh, I can't wait to see 
come uh, just a few days away. Kyle and Claire from Australia making the trip again. Uh, we're at Cork, and he has a beer in his hand. He gives me, he hands me a beer. And we've been hanging with him for you know a couple days at this point. And uh, we had him all in the mix. You know, he had him, we, had him, we were hanging with him. And uh, he, he's just giggling. And he's like, mate, Meltzer just gave it six stars. <laughs> we're like, what? Six stars. Uh, it was just so great. Being in the middle of Cork and Hall and just laughing our fucking asses off at that. So, again, uh, it was magic. Everybody at home who didn't see it live, uh, they seemed to agree. It was close. Uh, the total votes. I think it's important. Dominion, 2,120, 2120, to Omega Okada Wrestle Kingdom, 2,266. So that's how close it was. Again, 2120 to 2266. That's close. Um, that was going right neck and neck the whole time. Uh, first place votes, Dominion, 313, Wrestle Kingdom, 307. So... Listen, it, it, you, you liked one or the other, it felt like, um, and it really was your cup of tea, which one you went with. And um, if you notice, there's sort of a, a reoccurring theme here with uh, all three uh, match of the year contenders here, and yeah, that, that one name is Kazuchika Okada that's in all three. Yep, absolutely. That's saying something. So that's, uh, it, to me, he had the most impressive year of any pro wrestler. Um, he got... Uh, he got my vote for wrestler of the year. I'll spoil that right now. I, I, I mean, I spoiled it before, but uh, that's that's an amazing accomplishment when you think of it. Kenny Omega's in two of them, but but Okada's in every one of them. You know, to, well, top three. You know, that's 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 fucking amazing. Actually, uh, great job by him. So there you go. There's your match of the year, guys. Uh, great job. I mean, I, I agree with everything that was uh, voted on there. So uh, top notch. And Damon, that brings us to our final category, and that is Wrestler of the Year. Yep, um, this is this one was exciting. So uh, I think um, we, uh, this is important. I think this is the, the most important award that we have. Um, it's it comes down to this. So uh, we had what one, two, three, five nominees: uh, Naito, Tanahashi, Ishii, Omega, and Okada. Of those three placed, and the third place winner for Wrestler of the Year is Colin Miller. Coming not, in at number not, three. Not <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, not, not <laughs> Colin Miller. <laughs> it's not Colin Miller, but yeah. But coming in at number three is a, a man who was 2016's Wrestler of the Year. Of course, I'm talking about the ungovernable Tetsuya Naito. There you go. So third place for Naito, uh, last year's winner. Uh, I like the fact that we're changing it up a little bit. So, uh, you know, we're not going to have the same wrestler of the year. Fortunately for some who are big Naito fans, uh, 54, 5 4 first place votes. Um, so, and correct uh, me if I'm wrong, uh, Naito was the Tokyo Sports MVP for this year. That, that is correct. So, uh, our listeners felt a little bit differently than that of Tokyo Sports, but uh, 1,191 total points. Where where Naito really racked up was uh, second and third place votes, uh, mostly third place votes, to be quite frank. Uh, but that got him enough to get third place this year, uh, and that was going to be a tough nut to crack, right, breaking the top two. So uh, it kind of went as I kind of saw it, and uh, you know our fans voted the same. So uh, third place for Naito, which is not a bad showing and uh, arguably one of the greatest years of New Japan's history. Coming in at number two in second place for the second year in a row, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, uh, the bridesmaid, uh, just falling short. 
It's very, um, it's, it's very Goto-esque of him. <laughs> very Goto-esque. Uh, if you know, listen, if there wasn't one name above him, he absolutely would have blown away. And you put him in any other company, he would probably win that company's uh, most valuable MVP wrestler of the year. Right. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, here's what I do like. Here's what I think is, is what makes our listeners some of the best, some of the smartest tuned in. You may you may have a soft spot for Kenny Omega voting him for your favorite. But you knew well enough not to vote him for wrestler of the year. Right. I like that a lot. That's a good job by you guys. That's a good that's a good job. Now tell me this, Damon. Yes. How many first place votes did Kenny Omega get? 190. Okay. So so you could see where the lion's share went to one person, first place votes, and that's really where that person took off and, and ran away with it. Uh, second place votes, he destroyed the field. 463 second place votes. So to me, you're either voting one or the other. Um, and, and I think that fell in line with, with, with the voting. Uh, 2,497 total votes got him second place. And again, if he were in any other promotion, in any other company, I, I truly believe he'd be the MVP of that company. So uh, a great job, an outstanding year. One of the best years ever, I'm not going to lie, for Kenny Omega, uh, for, for pro wrestling. Um, and last and, year was a great year, too. Yeah. It really was. Um, yeah, listen, he's he's if if he continues on this pattern, I think he's he's an early favorite for 2018. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, mind you, but no, you, you don't. Know, anything could happen. Anything can happen. We can but... see him at SummerSlam. <laughs> at for all we know, <laughs> walking down the aisle with Don Callis. Uh, what's Kenny well, Omega doing in the Impact Zone? <laughs> Oh, I don't want to hear those words. Oh boy! I mean, here's the thing, though. It could work out well. I mean, at least at least they have their heads on straight, and they kind of have an idea of what they want to be and, right. and who they want to work with, and some of the talent that they were talking about is pretty exciting. But anyway, let not not to get off to, to that. Um, Kenny Omega, number two this year, which leads us to Colin, the wrestler of the year for 2017 for the New Japan Purecast Awards, voted by the fans. That's right. Wrestler of the Year. Colin, take it away. Coming in first place, your Wrestler of the Year for 2017 is none other than Kazuchika Okada. Now, Damon, let me ask you a question. Yes. You've been around a long time, pal. You've uh, you've seen a <laughs> you've seen a lot of pro wrestling in your day. You uh, grew up watching a lot of the greats. You know your flares, your steamboats, your funks. Yes. Uh, can you recall another pro wrestler? who had a year that was as good as Okada's 2017 was? So here's the thing. Um, you know, I was thinking, I was actually thinking about this very question. And you look at, like, uh, D, your boy Debry, right? Yep. In, in the 2000s. And he was arguably the best wrestler in the world at that point. How about um, Kenta? Kenta up there, right? But the problem is, is that it didn't have the impact that Okada has right now, right? Business-wise, stature-wise, buzz-wise, and even consistently match quality. They had great matches throughout, but they had, you know, I want to say stinkers, but I, I still don't think it's on par with the stages and the bright lights that Okada had this year. Match quality off the charts two of the best matches of all time. 
uh, Flair. I, here's what, what what made Flair great is that he traveled everywhere. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I mean, and I know that sounds weird, but he would have sixty minute matches, you know, in Kansas City in the afternoon, and then fly to fucking Baltimore and do the same thing, right? With with a, with a, with a different oppo- opponent. It was a different age, have, wasn't it? It was a different age, and, and and but here's the thing: even those matches, as great as they could be, Flair's matches got. Let's just be truthful. If 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 we had access to Flair's run, right, the way that we have like New Japan World right now, where we see the grimy Road Two shows, right, and we see, uh, you know, every multi-man tag and every, I don't know if Flair would be. He would be revered, but but there would be a little bit more 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 tarnish on that reputation because his matches were very repetitive, very repetitive, same spots over and over again. Now, that's not to discount him to not say he's one of the greatest of all time, but I don't even think Flair, on his best year, whatever year you want to consider, if it was '89, if it was, had a year like Okada had right now when it came to match quality. Uh, it's I just Kenta Kabashi maybe. But here's the thing: we're talking about some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. That's the, that's the discussion you have to have, and the greatest years that they had. That's the discussion. Like I don't think I don't think you could sit here and 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 talk about Okada being the best, not being the best wrestler in the world today. What the conversation becomes is: okay, is this year one of the greatest years of all time in pro wrestling when it comes to pro wrestlers? Right. So you're, you're talking about the flares. You're talking about the steamboats. You're talking about the Shawn Michaels. You're talking about you know, the greatest in, in the Kenta Kabashi, the Misawas, you know, the those people. Yeah. We're, we're talking those names that that are some of the best of all time. So, yes, um, I would say that that Okada's 2017 is the best year i've ever have watched a pro wrestler have a year i'm in full agreement damon i also voted for okada as my first place vote um i just want to mention though it's sort of interesting to note that last year in the 2016 year end awards okada came in at number three and naito is number one so literally they they uh, swapped spots this year yeah Uh, well uh, you know i i truly believe that and again it's not like Okada sitting at home like the fucking pure cast dicked me over. You know? Hey, listen, I, I was I was reading over those analytics earlier, and uh, <laughs> you never know. Talk, right? Okay, uh, I'm gonna say that's probably unlikely, but uh, I I know that he had a chip on his shoulder. He absolutely he he wrestled and worked like a guy who had a chip on his shoulder, who had something to prove, who who wanted to show people that oh okay well Naito is great and all, but he, here's let me show you what I can do, and. Boy, did he ever. One of the greatest years of uh, any pro wrestler in existence. And again, I really truly believe that it is the greatest performance we've seen. So how could he not be wrestler of the year? So good job by everyone there. And again, I think one of the things that makes me most proud is that people voted with both their heads and their hearts. Uh, Okada being their favorite, but they were honest with themselves. And, and excuse me, Omega, Omega being their favorite. Right, Omega being their favorite. But they had they 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 looked in the mirror and they were honest with themselves and they said, you know what, Okada's had the year. Okada's had the year. 
So there you go, folks. Those are your winners for the 2017 PureCast yeah. Year-End Awards. We That's want fucking to, uh... over. <laughs> well, hey, the <laughs> show ain't over. No, but but again, I'm having panic attacks in fucking the summertime. Like, oh my god, we're gonna do these awards soon. And and uh, again, that 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 Google Doc really helped tremendously. Right. And it's over. Thank you, Colin. Three years, we're done. We did three years. I know. And all all I have to say is that uh, 2018 has a lot to live up to. So, listen, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But you know, you're gonna be hard pressed to uh, match. A lot of the great bouts that we uh, witnessed in the past year. So, uh, well, great job by everybody. Let me just say that um, uh, again: the the participation, the the numbers that we had was was great. Um, so, thank you, everyone who took uh, two or three minutes out of their day to cast some votes. It was fun. I'm glad. I hope everybody enjoyed. Hey, listen, if you don't agree with the results, let us know. You know, let it you know, let it be known that uh, you're in disagreement or you uh, like what you heard. Again, it ain't us you're arguing with. It ain't us. It's, you know. The fans have spoken. The fans have spoken. So, again, New Japan, we expect uh, some uh, Ishii title runs now, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, I I mean, at, at least, like, a nice IC title run. Like, do you think that that's plausible in 2018? That pause doesn't give me much hope, Damon. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. So uh, if anybody deserves it, it's him. But we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm shrugging my shoulders. I, I, I doubt it. Hey, let me ask you this question um, yes. th- th- that I think is uh, sort of interesting. And uh, if some of our fans want to voice their opinions on this, please, by all means, uh, tweet us, post on Facebook. But what was your favorite match of the year? Involving a New Japan star that didn't take place in a New Japan pro wrestling ring. Hmm. Wow. Um. Probably Ishii Keithley. And that's what got me thinking about that question because we're talking about Ishii and uh, that 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 Ishii Keith Lee match was was just awesome, breathtaking. Um, yeah. It's got to be yeah. right up there. Yeah, Rev Pro's probably got quite a few they could probably go go with. Um. I'm sure there's an Osprey. Probably sure um, a- Osprey Kushida. They, they they had a match um, that didn't take place in New Japan. I think a lot of people uh, would uh, vote for. Mm. Um, um, I uh, mean, if you go through Pro Wrestling Gorilla's catalog, I'm sure there's some great stuff there. Oh um, Matt Riddle versus Shibata. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, that's that's got to be. Yeah, Rev Pro might have the might have the uh, the edge in in those those matches. Pro Wrestling Gorilla is probably up there too. They probably got a lot of decent stuff up there too. All right, very good. All right, so there's our year end awards, Colin. I'm exhausted. Do we have do we have to talk about this Row Two show though, right? Well, Damon, we do have to at least briefly touch upon it. There was a Row Two show that happened earlier this morning from Corican Hall. And um, I thought that this was a fun show. It was easily digestible, easy to watch. Um, some some sort of uh, questionable uh, head-scratching booking in, a, in one or two matches. But I really enjoyed the way that this show started off. Um, it started off with three Young Lion Cup league matches and it was just such a such a breath of fresh air and such a you know you you, you can breathe a sigh of relief almost in uh you know knowing that you're not going to see a, a a tag match right off the bat you know what i mean and yeah. um the first young lion match was umino versus yagi and uh 
a lot of this um, revolved around um, what I mentioned earlier, which is one of the Young Lions' strong points, and that is selling. Yeah. I, I like this. Um, again, if you didn't know, this is the, every match was, was important when it came to this tournament. Um, number one. Number two, how refreshing is it? I, and I don't care who they put in the ring, Colin. I, I enjoy the fact that it's a singles match. On a, on a, uh, you know, with with guys who, quite honestly, need all the experience they can, right? Need need to work singles matches, uh, for experience sake, uh, with each other. I like this. I like I like the idea of this a lot. Um, I I, it it made this, and again, match quality wise, I wouldn't necessarily think it was the greatest thing on earth. No, but but the, it was. They're not supposed to be. Right, but it's important. And it, and it and it makes it and this is one of the reasons why I really kind of think people get fired up and we don't do a good job with this because you know our lives are busy as hell but uh, you know when we talk about some of those you know tournaments in Shinkiba you know <laughs> uh, or you know at a in Shibuya uh, with the with the young lions you know maybe we don't cover them as hard as we should but maybe we'll have important. to start doing that next year yeah I think it's a, that's that's something where we can improve. Um, so anyway, these these three matches, I thought were fun, enjoyable. Um, they were short. You know, nothing went over ten minutes, right, Colin? Uh, no, actually, th- this opening match with uh, Umino and Yagi was the longest match. It almost clocked in at eight minutes, just uh, just shy of eight minutes. There you go, and that's good, right? And just like you said, easily digestible, um, fun, energetic, uh, and everything met something. And you got clean finishes throughout. I liked it. Um, I, listen, I'm not going to lie. I, I personally like the Kuato match the best. Um, that was the he, third one. He he, he took on uh, Oka. Yeah, which I thought was 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 a, was a strong match. The finish came out of nowhere. You know, uh, that was the that roll up one, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So basically, um, Oka did like what it almost looked like a double A spine buster, and then mm-hmm. he, he 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 goes for the crab, and Kuato just counters, and uh, you know. Rolls him Roll up, up with a with a with a sneaky pin and picks up the win. Yeah, I like that one the best. You, you have him in front of you, right? What was the second one? The second one was probably my favorite. It was Kitamura versus Narita. Damon, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've said it time <laughs> and time again <laughs> on this podcast. If I was if I was going to design a young lion from the ground up, he'd look like Kitamura. This guy, oh my god! In a couple years, I know I know exactly how they should book him after he comes back from excursion. And it all stems from the finish of this match. When he pulled off that jackhammer on Narita, I, I almost popped out of my couch and I immediately texted you. I was just salivating like, oh my God, this guy, when he comes back from excursion, they need to have him almost go on sort of like a uh, how how Takahashi, of course, Hiromu I'm talking about, started off with last year, just just going through people, decimating people, destroying people, spear, jackhammer. Oh my god, and that and that will definitely get over with the Japanese audience as well, I think. Uh this this text is so great. I'll, I'll leave out the expletives and the, <laughs> Please. some of the some of the graphic language Please. Colin, but uh, yeah, all caps. Kitamura did the jackhammer. <laughs> I just jumped out of my I just jumped out of my chair, we'll say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Colin is super excited. He's all in on the Kitamura. Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. 
Um, and when like he I does said, those just, chops, it, it, it looks like, oh, like, like they can cut down a redwood. <laughs> yeah, he is a redwood. Um, I like him a lot. I like this. I like this crew a lot. Um, I like this. Uh, the openings of these. None, again, no matches. You're not looking at four star classics. You're not looking at, uh, you know, it's it's just easily digestible. Eight minute, meaningful eight minutes, uh, clean finishes. I, 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 it was one of the more enjoyable pre-intermission shows that I've seen in a long time. Yep, breath of fresh air, totally. You know, as far as um, things on on road two shows go. Yep. And yep. then we get into the uh, familiar territory, <laughs> multi-man tag territory, and the first one is uh, Liger, Tiger Mask, and Hanare taking on Kenamaru, El Desperado, and Taka Michinoku and. Damon, all I've got to say is uh, Liger shouldn't drink tequila because uh, uh, it sort, sort of backfires on him, right? Listen, I can help him out. I can help him out. <laughs> I can on. help him out, too. That's actually my favorite spirit. Is that right? It is. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the finish, the uh, what was it Tiger Mask has him uh, wrapped up. Uh, Liger grabs the alcohol and uh, takes a big swig, and he's going to spit it right in the face. Uh, unfortunately, it'll duckaroo and right into Tiger Mask's eyes, and boom, we get rolled up. One, two, three. Um, yep, El Desperado rolled them up. Yep, yep. I like this match, man. I thought it was again. Here's another example. What is it? Fourth match in, easy peasy, multi man tag. Eight minutes. Eight minutes, but it was action. It was it was good pace. Once again, that's that's that Suzuki goon who's uh, that you know those those juniors. Uh, Taka, Kanemaru, Desperado, they 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 carry they've been carrying these these before intermission spots. They do a really good job. I, I and I've been saying this for months now. Yeah, you've really been championing them uh, for for a while now. You know, that, that saying that basically they're they're the best part of Suzuki Goon. Oh, I think so. I I, I mean, right now I think so. I'm not. I'm not into the the uh, the head shaving uh, Suzuki. Well, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> you know, Brutus the barber. Brutus the barber Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> he should be teaming with Hogan. You know, he should be teaming with Greg Valentine. Um, I don't give a shit about that, right? Uh, I, I I like the undercard. I like the undercard Suzuki. I don't care about KES. And they're doing enough. They're doing nothing for me. Um, yeah, I like I like the I like the 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 B level. Junior Suzuki Gun, underrated, underrated. And you know what, too? I going back to our year end awards really quick. I was honestly surprised that El Desperado didn't end up in uh, the unsung hero um, uh, as like number three because, truth be told, I voted for him as number three because I thought that he had a really great year. He had a great best of the Super Juniors tournament. He had some really good matches outside of New Japan. Um, this 2017 was uh, the year of El Despi. I did. He was last. He was last. Wow. And, and by a distance, by by a margin. Wow. Yeah, by, yeah. When it came to unsung, I mean, listen, he had to get. He had a fight past uh, Taguchi. He had a fight uh, who who outdid him. He had to fight past Nagata uh, and Ishii and Elgin. Um, yeah, he had he had a tough tough uh, tough road there. Ten first place votes. Well, maybe next year. 
Maybe next year, Despy. Yeah, he had a great match with Matt Riddle on a Rev Pro show, actually. Yeah, it was, uh, it was I mean, a really I, good match. Yeah, I didn't watch that yet. I, you should I, check, I it check it out. out. It's, it's worth it. I'm not joking. Yeah, just the, just the, the fire pro element of that one. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just a crazy – like, who would ever – like, wh- what kind of fucking drugs are you on to be like, you know what I'm going to book? I'm booking <laughs> fucking Matt Riddle. Like, they're sitting at the pub, and they're just like, ah, oh, like like four or five pints in. I got to <laughs> listen to this. Look, I'm going to book Desperado and Matt R- You know what I mean? Like, that's that's – that's well, Riddle was facing shit. Suzuki the next night, so there was like a purpose to it. It well, wasn't that far fetched, but right. But again, that's something that you just you're waiting to do the fire pro clink 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 clink. clink. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. All right, uh, what else we got on this show, Colin? Uh, Makabe and Ibushi taking on Takahashi and Leo Tonga. And what I will say about Leo Tonga is that. Yes, he's still very, very green, but in my opinion, he is showing a lot more in-ring presence and poise as compared to when we first saw him, when he was just thrown into the mix. Are you going to give me a hot take? You're going to give me a hot 2008 hot take? 2018 hot take? What did I say? 2008? Yeah, 2008. That's long ago, <laughs> like, Damon. That's... He'd be like, CTU! Well... <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to go back. No. Um, no, I'm, I'm not going to give you a hot take. Oh, no. All right. I'm I just going to say gonna... that Leo Tonga is uh, he's he's slowly but steadily improving, and we'll see what happens. Will he be, will he be nominated? How about this? Will he be nominated for most improved next year? Too early. Too early. All right. Listen, a lot of people are already uh, not trumpeting him, but like uh, you know, they're 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 seeing the improvement week over week. There are people that are mentioning that. I have seen that and read that. Um, I'm not in that camp quite yet. I need a I need a little bit more improvement for me. Um, Makabe and uh, Abushi. What do you think of that? Little 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 problem at the end there. Did you see that? Uh, what are you referring to? Well, well when uh, Abushi picks up the win, right? Oh, right, right, right. And uh, I don't think Makabe took too too kindly to that. Seemed, uh, seemed to be a little seed. I don't want to say that uh, we're going to look at, speaking of 2008, we're going to look at uh, Abushi and Makabe. <laughs> Hopefully not. But uh, I did notice that. Did hey, listen, it. it didn't seem to bother Abushi too much because he did a moonsault off the ropes in celebration. <laughs> so I think he quickly brushed that off. All right, just, just making sure I don't want any uh, I don't want any trouble in paradise. Uh, this is an all right match. This was okay. I, I can't say it was great. That's Damon, are you saying that Makabe is going to interfere in the Cody Rhodes match at 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 the Dome and 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 cost Abushi the match? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not. Okay, saying good. That. Um, just making Cody sure. Ro- Cody Rhodes was at the Ring of Honor show last night. Yeah, you uh, you run into him? <laughs> no, I stayed far away. <laughs> <laughs> The people that I was with, uh, not fans as well. I was very shocked, by the way, at the uh, results of Final Battle. I, you know, considering how well they've been doing financially with Cody at the helm as the champion, I, I, I was sort of surprised. Yeah, you know what, Dalton I, Castle's I, victory. I wasn't too much in in the sense of he's a guy that they've been they've been they've been working on him for a long time. Uh, Dalton Castle is a guy that. Say what you will, he has absolutely owned that gimmick. He has made that him. Uh, he's made himself a star with that with that gimmick. And now he's, you know, the world champ. That's 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 impressive. That that's you want to talk about a guy who, uh, you know, there are people that are quick to jump. To, you deserve it. <laughs> he deserves it. He did. It. He's he's 
he's earned that spot. Let's put it that way. Do you he's remember when we spot. saw Goto beat him in yeah. Vegas? Yes. And my, oh my, how the tables have turned yeah. in, in yeah. a, over a year. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, Dalton Castle picked that up. Cody did nothing on the show. Uh, he, uh, he did an interview. Um, that was it. Was Brandy no, uh, there? No Brandy? No Brandy. Um, I would have left. Nope. Matter of fact, he got kicked in the nuts. Oh, uh, Cody. And then he gets on the mic and he says, uh, "Oh, Brandy's going to be upset tonight or some nonsense." Ooh. And the fr- uh, never mind. You know, I was going to say something vulgar. I, I, I think, see, see, right? But see, no, wait. If this were drunk, Damon, that would have slipped. Okay, that, that would have been a slip. We're we're, slip. We're, we're we're officially not doing this <laughs> drinking show then. No, we're not. All right. Uh, what we got next, Colin? Oh, speaking of Hiroki Goto, oh. uh, one of my least favorite matches on the show here: Goto Ishii and Yano taking on Suzuki Izuka and Tai Chi. Wow. Scale of one to ten, Colin. How excited are are you for this dome show? With Goto putting up his locks against Suzuki's never title. I mean, I mean, quite frankly, I, I I can't even believe that 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 we're saying that. Like that 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 this is a a hair match. I'm just flabbergasted. But I suppose it shouldn't surprise me too much. You know, all things considered, there's a lot of a uh, lot of crazy stuff going on in uh, New Japan that we didn't think uh, possible. But um, as far as my excitement goes on a scale, uh, it's about a five. Yeah. Brutus the Barber Suzuki. Um, saw Young Lion get his head shaved. Yeah, that was uh, Yagi. Poor Yagi. Yeah, jeez. Um, I'm not excited. And and I, I truth be told, I, I the post-match brawl where we're supposed to really get hyped. Here's the problem that I had. I didn't have a problem with Suzuki. Goto looked like tentative or like just odd. And then they spent the whole entire match working that I'm going to shave his head thing. I hate that. <sighs> Me too, man. That's, the, that's, that's almost as that bad as the uh, ripping off of the mask of the luchador. You. Colin, you fucking nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Why is all of a sudden people, why would all of a sudden Goto gives a shit about his hair? You know what I mean? It just seems like such a weird thing that he would care about. Well, he doesn't seem to give a shit about anything else. So Right. Honestly, listen. Honestly, he doesn't give a shit about his hair. Look at it now. Jesus Christ. Come on. Yeah, I don't get this. Like a big tough guy like Goto. Goto would be like, I don't give a fuck about my hair. Go ahead. Yeah, shave it. Yeah. Cut away. Cut away. Cut away. Uh, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. All right. Maybe we need some English translations on some interviews to get some clarity. Maybe we got to go to Lion's Mark. Um, see what they they do a pretty good job over there. You know, you know the Lions Mark people, Colin, do you? Yes, I do. As as, yeah. as a matter of fact, um, speaking of English translations, one one thing that NJPW World really really needs to get on. You know, I I, I was on there on my Fire Stick the other day, mm, and I hot. was <laughs> I was watching. I knew you were gonna. Oh, there's always so a lurid ridiculous. comment, but I was on my uh, Amazon Fire Stick, and I was watching the uh, press conference with with, with Naito, and I I, I was really really hoping for some uh some english subtitles there and nothing nothing so i mean how i don't know well listen maybe chris trelton had to work that day right? <laughs> maybe <laughs> take care of the kids uh yeah you know look i it's what we 
sometimes fail to remember is that this is a Japanese wrestling promotion. Well, you wouldn't know it <laughs> from uh, looking well, at right. the card. <laughs> I know that's true, too. Uh, you would hope that there would be that quick turnaround with the subtitles. I don't know how quick that can be. I don't know. How, you know, But you would hope that that would be quick. That, that, I think that would be that's one of the things that they got to work on. Right. That's that's one thing that I definitely think they got to work on is is the turnaround time for the again, if they want to be an international company, I think it's important. And and that's me saying it. That's this is a guy that's always been about this is a Japanese company and we come in second and don't fucking forget it. <laughs> well, okay. We, we've crossed that bridge already. We're not that's not that's not this company anymore. Get so, out of the way, gatekeeper Damon. Yeah. Gatekeeper. I'm out of the way. I'm absolutely out of the way. I think uh, I think it's important that they do that. They got to get that up quick and turn that around. All right. What else is on this uh, nonsense show? Uh, we got three more matches. So here's sort of where the uh, questionable, weird booking started. So we've got Kojima, Kushida, and a masked horse, which I, I don't know who this was, Damon. <laughs> no? I'm not going to speculate. Okay. Uh, you know what? You know, maybe. Here's who I think it was, Colin. Who? I think it was that David Finley. Oh, you no? think so? You think so? Maybe. Uh, it looked I don't know. just like him. No? I don't know. But uh, uh, it, it was a masked horse okay. taking on Rocky Romero and uh, Yo and Show. Now, okay. the weird thing about this is that we saw Kojima pick up the win with the Lariato on Rocky Romero. Now, you would think that, okay, so who, who has big matches at uh, Wrestle Kingdom here? Kushida, right? Yes. He's, he, he's involved in a big match in Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. And Yo and Sho also involved in a uh, title match at Wrestle Kingdom. Now, you have people on each side of the fence here who can easily take the fall. I mean, the the uh, the masked horse could have taken the fall. <laughs> right. uh, R- R- Rocky Romero could have could have taken the fall. You know, like Kushida could have could have pinned Rocky Romero. One of Rapongi 3K could have pinned Kojima, but no, it was Kojima. Picking up the win on Romero, so like, are we trying to like uh, sort of build up to this New Japan Rumble here? Is that what we're looking at? Is is Kojima winning this New Japan Rumble? That's the question I'm really asking. It really depends on who's in it, but yeah, it, it is. That was kind of odd. The only thing I can give you is this: is that it is a heavyweight, a known heavyweight, a legendary heavyweight, getting a win over a junior, right? A former triple crown champion. Correct. So that's, I mean, if you're looking at it from a, you know, quote, fan perspective, that it, it would make sense that the most legendary guy in that ring gets the win. Okay, that's that. Um, and again, against Rocky Romero Jr., showing you juniors. Um, but yes, it, it does seem weird to me that of all the people to get the win, I don't necessarily have a problem with the person taking the fall. I think, actually, Rocky Romero is probably the best guy. Um, yeah, you would think you would want to heat up Kushida a little bit. Right. Um, Taguchi, I mean, listen, he could... I'm, I'm sorry, the horse. <laughs> the, the masked horse. Yeah, I was going to say, who? Uh, yeah, my bad. My bad. I, just speculation. Speculation. Okay. Um, could have taken... Uh, or, you know, he... That, there were a couple different ways to go. So, yes, unless they're heating up Kojima for... Uh, something else. It does. It does. Did seem a bit odd to me. Yes. Not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go crazy over it. But yeah. No. No. Uh, no. I'm not gonna go crazy over it either. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's insignificant. It was just a little, mm, yeah, puzzling. Head that's scratcher. All. A head scratcher. Yeah, yes. That's all. Yes. I, I would agree with that. 
Uh, I didn't think this match was that bad. No. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I, I got to be honest. I hate showing Yo's entrance. I hate it. Wow. Hate. That's a strong word. I think they look stupid. Uh, I'm, I don't like the song. They remind you know who they remind me of. They remind me of like the the the, the night at the Roxbury guys. Right. That, yeah. That's how. That it's 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 not cool. Like and again, it's not for me. Right. This is not being built for me. I, I understand that we're trying to make these kids hip and young and whatever. I'm hip. I'm with it. Are you? Um. I don't see it, man. And I'm going to be truthful. Right, listen, get, let's get the 20-year-old. I, I need you're, the, you're our biggest listener base, by the way, according to our analytics. Yeah, ages 20, 20, 24 to, to, to 34, something like that. That is our biggest demographic. All right, then this question is for you. Is this? Is, do they do anything for you? Like, like wrestling aside, like is like it just seems to me that it seems very, very hokey, very hokey. I don't know. I just I'm not feeling it at all. Like they don't seem. I think they need to uh, bring in Jim Carrey to to manage them. I think that that's the missing <laughs> that's, piece of the puzzle here. Yeah, and, and Rocky with the fucking giant fire extinguisher. What is this? Like, and where do you get that from, by the way? Where, where do you get? Well, listen again. They had they had the uh, the market cornered on pro wrestling steamed operated things. I but, guess so. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I, I gotta be honest with you. But the minute the mat- match starts and, and the action happens, I'm in. And here's the thing: I don't even hate the look. When they take off like everything else, like the the, the, the ring trunks and the hair, and I, don't, I think they look fine there. I don't know, it's just about that entrance, man. Don't do nothing for me. I think it's I think it's a weird fit. All right, uh, all right. So then that's that. Now what do we got? Two more matches. Uh, oh. Semi main of the evening for the Never Trios titles: the champions Lij, Evil Sonata, and Bushi defending against Fale, Tamatanga, and Tonga Loa. Um, couple of things to say. Uh, number one, I thought this was actually a really good match. Really? Um, yeah, it actually um, exceeded my expectations. Oh, and okay. And secondly, okay, so what we thought was going to happen happened. Uh, you know, congratulations to Fale and G.O.D. But in a way, Damon, that, well, at least part of this is what we wanted to see because I remember us discussing how a Fale Tamatanga team would ac- actually be a really good heavyweight tag team. Right. Now, of course, you do have the addition of Tonga Loa here, which, you know, for what it's worth, he's he, he's not one of our uh, favorite wrestlers in New Japan. But, I mean, this this uh, trio of Fale and G.O.D., not, not, not a bad um, choice to uh, hold the Never Trios titles. I agree. I, I think it's a good one, right? Uh, first, the match. I thought this match was... I, I don't think it was a stinker, but... I I uh, I was not. I thought, especially the beginning, and I think I said this last week. Man, uh, 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 just I was not feeling any of it. I'm I'm looking at my phone and the, I'm looking at the walls. I'm like, it took me forever to kind of focus on this match. I thought it was really dull in the beginning. Sorry, I picked up at the end. That was more interesting at the end. Bushi taking the fall, right? It was Folly who got the pin, right? After he got blinded. Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. After after he got misted, and after they, uh, I think they hit a magic killer. Actually, yeah. Folly um, yeah, uh, picking up the uh, win on Bushi with the uh, the big grenade, and 
There you go. Fale Tamatanga Tongaloa, your Never Trios champions. Now, this leads us to the question of... Uh, what kind of uh, never six man match are we going to see at the dome? Is it is it going to be gauntlet style like last year? Is there going to be a never trios match at the dome? What what's going to happen here, Damon? I think there's a never trios match at the dome. Okay. Um Really it depends upon how many people are kind of still left out in the mix, man. Ishii still Ishii. left out in the mix. Yep. Yoshihashi? Yep. Juice? Yep. Yano? Yano? Elgin? Uh, David Finley. Uh, Ujira. Yeah, and Hang Hangman. If they're gonna bring yep. him in, Hangman Page. I I assume they are. Um, I mean, we get we need bodies to fill up the Rumble, mind you. Assuming we're having the Rumble, which I I assume we are. But there are still some big names out there. Now again, giving the giving the never titles to Fale and uh, to God does, you know, kill three birds with one stone. There's going to be a title defense. It's yeah, because they they have to be on the show, right? I mean, Fale and yeah. and, and God, they're Bullet Club yeah. guys, you know, kind of you know, mid second up, tier, right, yeah. right, right, up upper mid card Bullet Club guys. Yeah, they they they've got to be on this show. Yes, again, Ishii's the biggest one. That that's like the head scratcher. Then then you know you're looking at. Yoshihashi and Elgin and Yana. I think Ishii, if you want to put a gun to my head. Which sometimes uh, I do, but. <laughs> so horrible. Um, I think we're looking at Ishii, Yano, Yoshihashi. That is my prediction as well, and that's what I've been saying. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's going to be a safe bet. So, so a regular six-man match then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I think that's where we go. I think that's where we go. And you know what? For what it's worth, I I really hope, and if that is the case, I hope that uh, Fale and God retain because I don't I don't want to see Ishii, my favorite wrestler in New Japan, with the with the, with the Never Trios belt. Ah, I just think that there's he could be doing so much more. But so do our listeners. So do our listeners. Well. That leads us to the main event of the evening, and we continue with the uh, sort of questionable booking, although there is a reason for it, I think, in this next match. Uh, Okada and Yoshihashi taking on Tetsuya Naito and Hiromu Takahashi. Now, number one, I thought this was a great match. Best Me match too. of the night. Very yep. exciting. I loved how Okada and Naito you know, got into it right away, um, giving us a taste of what we're going to see at the Dome. But you look at this on paper, and who sticks out like a sore thumb here, Damon? Oh, Yoshihashi. Right, Yoshihashi. And you would assume that Yoshihashi is there to be the fall guy. Right. However, the person who is the fall guy in this match was Hiromu Takahashi, the junior. Now, there was a purpose to it because they're really trying to get over this new uh, Okada Cobra Clutch uh, million-dollar dream finish here. You know, they're trying right. to get that uh, that uh, finishing hold over in time for the Dome because that's going to be the counter to Naito's Destino. So I, I realized that was the purpose, but nevertheless, it, 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 it was a little, um, huh, interesting that yeah. uh, Takahashi's taking the fall. Who Takahashi, a guy who's involved in a, in a big title match at the Dome. So I don't know, kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, and he was a guy that had been protected you know, there was a time where he wasn't 
taking a fall in any match, six-man, multi-man. It didn't matter. He wasn't taking the fall. Um, yes, but I think you nailed it right on the head in that we, we have to get that over. Um, we have to get that finishing maneuver over, that, again, Cobra Clutch-ish type maneuver, to get over the fact that there's a counter for Destino. Yes. Um, so there is a method to the madness, and I think you nailed it there. Um, yeah, I was a little disappointed that he did take the fall, but here's, 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 uh, and I agree with you again, great match. I thought, I thought this match was really fun. Uh, I thought the highlight for me was Takahashi and Okada in the ring. Oh Oh. yeah, absolutely. I was, I was thinking like, man, I'd, I'd love to see a Takahashi Okada match down the line on like, you know, like a, like a special show. Oh, what I ever, oh, what I fucking ever that. You know, they weren't in there long, but when they were, great. Second thing, even when Okada and Naito were in, it got me hyped. You know, that's gonna, they're going to blow the roof off the place. They're, they're going to tear it up. Uh, so they got me excited for that. So they, they did their job. They, did, they really did the things that they needed to do in the sense of, one, there was a, 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 a method to the madness with the booking. We had to get over that, that finisher. Two, uh, there, there was... A, great interaction between Naito and Okada. And we got a little extra bonus with, with Takahashi. Uh, the one thing that also left me scratching my head a little bit, again, minor, minor, minor problem, no big deal. Not shitting on it in any sense, but it did make Okada look very strong. And it's just kind of goes against my thought perception of the purpose when you build to these things is to make the opponent look strong. To make it seem like, oh my God, there is a very good chance that Okada is going to walk away here without the title. Right, and that's why you know the assumption I think for most viewers was, okay, Naito hits Destino and Yoshihashi, and away we go. That's, I mean, look when they when they rang the bell, that's where I kind of thought we were going. I really did. Um, The idea is to get Naito over strong, and 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 you know, as 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 a strong contender, as a strong opponent for Okada. Um, they didn't. They went another way to get the holdover. Okay, I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with it. I probably would have gone the other way, but what do I know? I sit here and talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, they they do it. And there also was a uh, another uh, cool interaction in this match between Naito and a, and a uh, little kid in the audience. Oh, uh, that was uh, that kid adorable. Obviously, a uh, huge Lij fan. Who I mean, uh, God, his 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 day must have been made. His day must have uh, he been hasn't made. had many days on Earth. I mean, <laughs> right. Well, that well, that's going to be the best one. I doubt. I doubt the kid can speak a lick right now. <laughs> kid, kid can't even form words, but he's got the the hand bump gimmick going. Uh, Good yeah, for that him. Was that kid was 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 off the charts. He he rivals the uh, the young younger kid. Remember the kid behind the uh, booth. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that kid, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think that uh, we 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 have a new contender. Yeah, we have for, a new uh, one. The cutest hey. Lij fan. Yeah, the kid was the kid was off the chart. The kid, parents were thrilled too. They were, they were, yeah, yeah, they were uh, they, they they were pretty pleased. Good for them. Nice, nice job by them. So I I thought the card was good. I thought that, again the beginning. Uh, I like the young lions matches. Middle, eh, give or take. Uh, but I thought the main event was strong. Uh, minus just some things that maybe I would have done differently. But again, what do I know? Overall, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. All right, well, Damon, I think that Ooh. that is a wrap for today's episode of the New Japan PuroCast. And, uh, of course, there is another Road to the Tokyo Dome show, which is uh, taking place uh, tomorrow. 
So we do have uh, that to look forward to. One more show before the Dome, kids. Yep, we'll see some snowflakes. We'll see the snow fall like we always do. Always look forward to that. It's very nice, very festive. But other than that, um, that is a wrap for today. Next week, of course, we're going to be giving our official Wrestle Kingdom 12 preview. So we still have one remaining show left in 2017, Damon. How about it? Pretty amazing. I, you know, listen, I remember sitting in the hotel room after Wrestle Kingdom talking about some of the greatness that we saw. Uh, I'll be back there shortly. I'm getting prepared. Everybody is as well. Who's coming over. Should be fun. So we got one more show to go. A great year for us on the Pure Cast. Thank you for everybody. Uh, new listeners, old listeners. Uh, and again, everybody who participated in this year's awards. I am so happy the awards are done. Uh, another <laughs> three years. <laughs> you're, you're relieved about that. Oh, you have no. It's like you know one of those big work projects where it's just like, oh, I don't have to worry about that again until another year. So, great job, everyone. I appreciate it. Um, yep, that's good news for us. Uh, let's wrap this one up. All righty. So remember, kids, NewJapanPuroCast.com, your one-stop shop for all things PuroCast. Listen to the episodes directly on there and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and uh, listen to us on the Great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. You can listen to us on Audio Boom, and uh, coming very, very soon, uh, we're also going to be on Spotify. So yeah. uh, lots more uh Ways to listen to the PuroCast coming in 2018. So stay tuned. Uh, Damon, any final thoughts for today? Real quick, um, the Takayama Fund, again, we always like to give a little update. What a, what a great job everybody did with that. You know, we talk about the awards. Great job. This is, this is even more special. Guys and gals and people and friends and listeners, guess what? We are rapidly approaching $4,000. Wow. That we are going to hand over. Uh, we're close. We need your help. If there's anybody that hasn't donated as of yet, again, a dollar or two, it would be really helpful. If we could reach $4,000 to hand over, that would be just unbelievable and blow us away. So if you haven't done so already, please check it out. The Takayama Fund, uh, Beerman37 at AOL uh, is the PayPal address. If If you have it within you, please... Uh, a dollar or two would be great, very helpful. If we could reach this four grand, it would be amazing. But thank you to everyone who's already donated. Again, to be even close and sniffing four grand is unbelievable. We're absolutely over three five right now uh, and rapidly approaching the 4K. So please, if you can donate, great. I understand it's the holidays. Times are tough uh, with all the holidays around. But if you have it, we would certainly appreciate it for all the hard work that Takayama has done over the uh, years and the entertainment that he's provided. So uh, any help that you can do. Thanks again, everyone. All righty. Thank you very much, Damon. So on that note, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys right here next week for our official Wrestle Kingdom 12 preview, which is the final PuroCast for 2017. Catch you then, guys.
In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.